here we are. You got Lee Duran, the finance man. And who do we have? Chris Dominguez, the oh, podcast oh. genius. There you go. That's pretty good. That's yeah. kind of cute. And who are we here with? <gasps> Vanessa Sharp, the sharp lender. Yeah. Sharp lender. Love I'm going to guess yeah. your lender. Is that right? I sure uh, am. What does that mean? Good. See, I'm pretty smart. You know, I don't even know who coined that term. I really, I'm not really a fan of it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's what we say. Okay. Loan officer, sales manager. I don't know. What do you guys call right. yourselves? Therapist. That too. Someone that gets yelled at. What do you a call lot? yourself? Uh, loan officer extraordinaire. I thought Is it was finance it, man, oh, but okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, finance <laughs> man. Yeah. finance man. That's kind of the brand. <laughs> Whatever. What do you call yourself, Chris? Genius. Okay. Every like morning loan? when he wakes up, he's like, I'm a genius. Mom said I was a genius. I just put yes. genius behind everything. Everything. Okay. Every podcast everything. genius. Yeah. Loan genius. He comes out of the bathroom. It's weird. I like it. Lunch genius. <laughs> lunch like When it. I decide genius. to lunch. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Just, it's just genius all around. You tell us something to... interesting about you. Yeah, you're inter- I know you're interesting, but tell the world why you're interesting. Like in what? In what? Well, let's, like... let's talk about this morning. Okay. Tell me about your morning. Yeah. I, my day started very interesting. I had to give my son the Heimlich this morning. It was no. the what? a little bit. Heimlich maneuver. Oh my god! Does anyone know how that to do that? That sounds like high tech. That it sounds was, high tech. I don't even know if I did it right, but let's just say he's still alive. That's, that's so. That's yeah. a good how way to the start story? the day. He was choking on some cereal, cookie crisp, to be Morning exact. Okay. Phenomenal, yeah. by the way. Yeah. It's my fave. Right. Um, and the size of it is literally just the perfect size for a five-year-old to get stuck in their throat. And I just saw him kind of motionless. And I'm my son's name is Jackson. I was like, Jackson, talk. He wouldn't talk. My husband's telling him to cough. And I'm like, he's probably not going to talk if he can't cough if he can't talk. But anyway, so he sat there for probably about 45 seconds. I'm like, all right. I'm like pounding on his back. Nothing's happening. I finally went around and gave him what I think is the Heimlich or what my mom taught me is the Heimlich. Um, And he finally just coughed and he was fine. But it was an emotional morning because it was kind of scary. Wow. Yeah. Your your adrenaline's flying. Sharp lender and Heimlich maneuver person. Extraordinaire. Whatever you you want to call it. There you go. go I need to save lives where I go. Not just a life, your child. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I literally was reaching for my phone to call 911. Because I'm like, if I can't do this, like how, how long, like... My, see, my brain sometimes goes to worst case scenario every time, which is not the best. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, he's going to not be breathing for like five minutes. He's probably going to lose brain cells. What's going to happen then? Like literally my mind was going there at that moment. That fast. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, it's your kid. So yes. I, 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 believe, I would imagine that it's even harder to do that because if I'm at a restaurant and I see another kid going through that, yep. I think I could logically help them without being emotional. But like, because... Have you guys ever thought your kid was kidnapped, by the way? Because oh that's just a scary. All the time. That happened to me one time, probably about two months ago. My husband went on a walk with them. My son did not come back. He decided to hide from everyone. So I'm out in the front yard just crying and screaming my head off because I can't find him. Literally, I thought somebody, like, you would have thought somebody died the way I was crying. My daughter was crying because I'm like, I'm like Jackson. Like, I'm screaming. Anyway, just thought full I'd share panic. that with you. That, that full like, panic. Like, I, I, I go into full panic mode at times. It's, it's oh, wow. not good. Okay. So he pops out and right. says, here I am? Oh, yeah, all of a sudden. And I'm like, and then you want to beat the crap out of him. I want to beat, right? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, we thought you were gone. I thought like a coyote took you. I wasn't sure. So coyote was an option. Well, yeah, because we live up like literally near Mount Baldy Road. And they just so they're, and they're just hanging out. They just kind of take birds kids. that pick up kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Birds. Get out of here. We had, no uh, we had a bobcat in our backyard on a video. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's a little crazy. No, catch it. The kids love those things. It was 3 a.m. We just got on video. Jay loves to, he would probably like to just take a little BB gun to that thing, but no. (laughs) Not at 3 a.m. All right. All right. So tell us about your interesting career. Okay. I'm sure you have characters, right? We'll go way back because this, I just kind of fell upon this industry. So let's see. Gosh, a little bit more than 20 years ago. So I went to Cal Poly Pomona. My degree was in apparel manufacturing. 
right? Nothing to do with, with our world, right? So I'm like, I'm going to be a fashion designer. So after Cal Poly, I went to fashion. Wait, wait, hold up, full stop. Um, they actually offer a degree? A degree in apparel manufacturing. It's under the College of Agriculture. You would never know. A degree from the College of Agriculture? Yep. For apparel manufacturing. And that's actually how I met my husband because his degree was food marketing and we were under the same college. So college orientation. Well, you, so she threw college up in quotes, just so you know. So tell me about this <laughs> Well, no, because there's different colleges within Cal Poly, like College of Engineering. Like it's, oh, it's okay. like, okay, so it. for college orientation, everybody goes to orientation under their college, if you will. So, so he's learning food, you're learning clothes. Exactly. Perfect match. So it was like the third day we met. But anyway, so that's how I... I, I got started okay. and then after Cal Poly Pomona I went to Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in downtown LA a friend of mine I think it was my second year because I wanted to get a second degree in design because they don't really teach you the physical design aspect of it at Cal Poly so I went there my friend was working at a company in Beverly Hills um, as a I think she was a doctor she's like hey they're paying really good money you know on our off hours we should go work there so I did Long story short, that's kind of how I got started. I was kind of doc drawing. So from Pomona to Beverly Hills? Yes. What year? Um, gosh, this was 2004-ish. Yeah. Okay. So things were screaming back then. Things are Yeah, moving. it was things great. It was, and I was like, oh my God. And you know, like, I love high energy. I love adrenaline. So I was like, people are going crazy here. They look like they're making lots of money. Like, it was, I was like, I want to be part of this. They were just so, panicking. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that too. Like, if panic. I didn't get docs out in time, I was freaking out. Because yeah. full panic mode, that's what I do. Um, so yeah, so that's how I got started. Then, you know, I kind of didn't, once I graduated FITM, I kind of did my own fashion thing. FITM? Hold on. FITM? Yeah, yeah. What happened to Cal Poly? Well, because I finished Cal Poly, then I went to FITM for a one-year extra degree, and that's how I got into the mortgage. FITM stands for what again? Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. Yeah, you get into the acronyms, you kind of blow me exactly. away there. Yeah. So you get your degree yeah. and then you go to fit them so that for you can one year break into the, cur- and break into for the an, industry? Correct, for break an additional box? degree. Okay. And so while I was going to FITM, FITM I mean, kind of. Honest, be honest. You like, know, but here's the thing. I'm going to say it, it is in some aspects and it's not in some others because I still have friends that I'm friends with from there and they're doing great. Like I have one girl that runs a whole entire um, dress design for like Macy's. Like she's, she's doing great. One girl's off traveling the world for Adidas. Like, so some of them do well. Well, let me give you my example. I had a lot of friends that went to It's expensive Blue, too, by the way. And they say that it's way better to start in the restaurant industry as a busser and work your Very way true. through the process instead of spending thousands of dollars on a useless degree. Let me tell you something. My, my, one of my best friends from high school, her dad owns like 10 IHOPs, just started from being a busser. Yeah, that's, one of and the that's... one of the owners literally sold him the restaurant. He was super old. He's like, I don't want this restaurant anymore. Do you want it? I'll give it to you. You can give me payments. Years down the road, he owns like 10 IHOPs, multimillionaire. Yeah. And he never went to Cordon Bleu. Yeah. Not that you have to do that for IHOP, but it's like, it's just more of, but that's where they end up. Yeah, they end no. up being a cook at IHOP. And a lot of girls that I know that went to FITM um, didn't. We're not fortunate enough to have my, my parents helped me pay for that. But it's it's not a cheap school. It's not. So it is worth it in some ways, but it's not in others. But so long story short, I was working in the mortgage industry while I was at FITM. Then once I graduated. I'm like, okay, let me leave the mortgage industry because I got to give my parents their money's worth for at least a little while. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make mom and dad happy. Right? That's good. Okay. And yes. I still lived at home, so I was commuting, okay? Yeah. Which was basically three hours a day in the car of me just crying. Where were you living? Uh, we lived in Rancho Cucamonga at the yeah. time. So um, I went to work for Forever 21 as their woven tops designer. 
Woven yes. tops designer. Yes. That sounds important. Is, sounds like a seasonal job. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, it was like working in a sweatshop. It was very frightening. They wouldn't let you go out for lunch. You had to put your thumbprint to clock in and out. And they would actually have a cafeteria there that you had to eat lunch at. We had no windows in our design rooms because they wanted nobody to see anything. What city? All white walls um, off Alameda in downtown LA. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. That's, that yeah. sounds a little creepy. Yeah. The owners were Korean. I mean, they were great, but it was, uh, I mean, it smelled like kimchi in there every day. But hey, if you like it, then it's cool. But I wasn't a kimchi <laughs> fan. So, um, yeah, it was just, it was interesting. So I was there for like maybe six months because I just couldn't take that commute. And so finally I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to keep, you know, figuring out where I'm going to go. And then I actually tried to have my own swimwear line, which was kind of good for a little while. At Forever 21? No, no, just my own. My dad helped me start my own swimwear line. Oh, okay. Um, and I got on the cover of, I don't know if you guys remember a magazine called like 909. Mm-mm. Anyway, it was like some Inland Empire you were magazine. On the cover? I was. Look at you. Yeah. Your swimsuit or you? In a swimsuit that you, I made, you, that I designed. So you were the, you were the yes. talent and the swimsuit. Correct. Oh, okay, cool. Back then, I could do that. Now, <laughs> not so much. So after that, I had my friend that actually had worked at, it was called CS Financial, the place I had started with the whole loan business back then. Um, she's like, hey, they're opening a branch in Glendora kind of close to you. Mm-hmm. Would you want to work there again? Mm-hmm. And I was kind of in between. I was still focusing on my swimwear. I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, sure. So I started working there. My branch manager, John Anding, still love him to this day. He still calls me all the time. Um, I worked for him for like probably a year. And that's when he's like, Vanessa, my clients like you better than they like me. You need to just get licensed. And so I did. And the rest is history. Sweet. Sounds like a turning point in your life. It was. That one spot. It was. Because you brought it up like three or four times. Yeah. That's great. No, and you know what? It's I, He's probably one of my favorite branch managers because... He taught me a lot, and he was very patient with me. Because, you know, sometimes branch managers are busy. They don't have the time to Mm -hmm. help you with things. Uh And he honestly showed me a lot of what I didn't know step by step. Mm -hmm. And him and this other underwriter that was working at our office were were integral, integral, if I'm saying that correctly, in my career of mortgage. So what happened with the design and the swimsuits? (coughs) Well, fast forward a couple years down the road. I didn't design anymore, but my mom was like, hey, why don't we open a boutique and you can kind of do that on the side, you know, because this was at the time when Claremont, I don't know if you guys remember, but on Indian Hill, they were building that whole like new shopping center. This is a long time ago. Hmm. So anyway, she's like, why don't we open a boutique, hire some people, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, I'll help you. So I was doing mortgage and that at the same time. Um, So we opened a boutique right on Indian Hill in Claremont. It was successful for about six years. And then I ended up selling it to a girl from Tennessee that had moved to California to start a business. And I had just gotten pregnant with my daughter. So I did not. What year was this? 2011. Ooh, so right after the crash. Mm-hmm. Right after the so crash. So you're kind of like, I wasn't like loving it. the mortgage world as much, yeah. you know, and I wasn't making as much money. So my mom's yeah. like, well, why don't we try this? So she invested some money um, with me, well, for me, because I didn't really have any at the time. <laughs> so we started a business in Claremont. <clears throat> Like I said, and it was a woman's boutique. I mean, I made friendships with these women. I mean, I, I still see them out and about because I'm always in Claremont. And it was awesome. But like I said, six years later, I sold it for a, a good chunk of money. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, sadly, that girl closed a year later. Oh. Yeah. So, but. It's hard being a business owner. Yeah. It's not easy. I mean, you have to think about payroll, employees. Like what? No, Some girls wouldn't close. show up and then I'm like, I got I to gotta go work now. What the? What? You know? I'm like, no, no, I want to be home. So, yeah, once I got pregnant, I was like, I was not feeling good. I was like, this, I'm done. 
you know? So I went back to the mortgage world full time once I got pregnant. Um, and yeah, I've been here going strong since I want to say 2012, stronger than before for sure. Very nice. Yeah. So what's, what's next for you? I don't know what really what's next. I mean, I, I really, I recently came to a company that I love the past four or five months. Mm -hmm. So I feel that, um, what I'm building here is better than the last six, seven years that I've had in the mortgage world because they provide a lot of things that, that I feel are helpful to a loan officer. Um, so I'm just kind of trying to keep building my business. I'm, that's kind of what I'm working. Well, it sounds like you're an entrepreneur by nature. I am. Does this help or suppress your business? Does what help? Just having that in you. Oh, oh gosh. I think it helps it for sure because I kind of think there's some people that will think of their, because we're not self-employed, right? But in a sense, we kind of are because what, how much work we put into our work is what we're going to get out. And I look at my line of work, I guess, as more of my own business because if I don't feel like working tomorrow, I don't have to. But then again, if I want to make a certain amount of money, I have to put in the work and I have to look at the numbers. What am I spending on marketing? What am I doing? This? You know what I mean? So I do view it as a business and I don't think some people do. So I do think the fact that I have an entrepreneurial spirit like my dad um, does help a lot. So that's cool. Very yeah. Why is everybody looking at me? It's awkward right now. <laughs> this is an awkward silence, man. I was like, it's your turn to carry a guy. It's very uncommon that you don't say something. So it's kind of like, is Lee okay? Like, is something's wrong with him? What's going on? What is Coronavirus? He's got his money tie on today. Look at Lee. Money tie. I want to know what's wrong, man. You okay? You know what? I really, really, really feel that that's sincere. And I thank you for that. I thank you. I'm good. I'm good. hug him? I'm good. What? See? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, no. That's a, that, that'll be a no. That'll be a no. So, what 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 kind of entre- is your entrepreneurial spirit like gone or is no. it stifled or no, is honestly, it dormant? No, so I it's funny because my husband and I are completely different because I'm always looking for like businesses to start mm-hmm. always. And um recently I was looking into starting a um you guys are guys, so you probably don't really know, but like the aesthetic world of things like Botox and oh, yeah. Those fillers. Are up oh, yeah. There, yeah. So I'm really into that because I'm really into skincare and all that, taking care of yourself, self care. So um, my friend of mine, she's in the, um, she does medical sales, like medical supply type sales. She sells uh, this machine that does uh, liposuction. So she's very much into that world, and I'm really close with her. So we're like, what, what can we do to like start one of these? You know, what are they there? I forget. They have a, a term for these. But anyway, we've been something like that. Not a statistician, but more of like. um. Anyway, you can get all that stuff done at this place. And I, I can't remember the name of it, but mm-hmm. we've been thinking about opening one of these up and we were looking into like rents and stuff. It was just really high and we needed to get a nurse um, to be able to do the Botox and stuff, which we already had that, which is my mom. We had to get a doctor, which I have that. That's my uncle. So I literally was serious about this. But then my hun- my husband put the the stop to it because he's just not into risk he's not hit him and his family are just it's funny our families are very opposite his family is anti-risk my family's like all risk let's just isn't risk he everything in the mob? huh isn't he in the mob 
We like to say that. Pretty sure he's a gangster. Yes. Pretty sure her well, husband's a gangster. That's pretty intense. There yeah. might be money buried in the well, backyard. Well, those are so know. different mindsets. I mean, oh, entrepreneur's yeah. mindset is that you're going to take a risk and there's a really big reward, but that's an entirely different Very than like, like, like the what you just said is, hey, I'm kind of in business, but I'm kind of an employee. The opposite ways of thinking the employees think well i should you know get an hourly wage i got security behind me but that's not the way an entrepreneur thinks an entrepreneur thinks i'm building mine right and what i get is what i put in and if i don't put anything in i'm not getting anything for sure it, and that's and that's so those are two gigantic different mindsets chris it looks like you're about to head out oh is this better yeah. um yeah so it's it's funny because when you're married to someone like that it can either be good or bad and there's been times where we've kind of like butted heads about it, but thankfully I have a, a type of husband that just kind of lets me do what I want. And he's like, you're Hispanic. I just can't say anything to you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can hide behind that one all, over, all day long, 100%. right? 100%. I'm, like, like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, then why'd you marry me then? Yeah, that, I get all crazy. There you go. <laughs> Would you say full on, just full, you commit? Oh, yeah. Commit I have this crazy? shirt that says like chingona and he hates that shirt. <laughs> hates it. Like he literally like tried to throw it away. I'm like, I'm getting this Nobody shit out of the trash. Nobody Google what that means. <laughs> Nobody Google. What does it mean? Uh, I'm, pro- I'm prohibiting everybody from Googling. In fact, I'm going to see if I can turn off the internet for you're that one like word. like China right now. You're yeah, very you're right. China. All right, cool. Everybody Google it. Whatever. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like when I play the Hispanic card, he gets really mad, but hey, it's true. He's like, you're just like your mom right now. And then we start fighting. But. Oh, my gosh. Is that, that's wow. a crazy The mom one intense. is like is like putting just a knife in there. Yeah. Like wow. Her. Yeah. Wow, like that, huh? Yeah. Wow. So what's uh, what's on the future? What What's what's present? What's in your mind? I want to know what your next project is. Sounds like there is one. There always is. There always is. Um, what was, what, I was actually thinking of this business the other day. Um, gosh. Because I'm always thinking of, of ways to make money, right? Other ways to make money mm-hmm. in the, instead of what I do every day. Um, like what are the ways? Give me one. I was even looking into a franchise, honestly. Which, um, one, which franchise? I love these. It's called Lean Lean something. It's like it's almost like a meal prep company that they're popping up everywhere. They they have two locations right now. One's in Corona, one's in Upland, or opening in Upland. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. I want to look at the numbers of that. Um, and actually, it's funny. I just did an open house probably two weeks ago where that house was an assisted living facility. That's a big one right there. Yeah. That's a big and one. I was talking the, about the numbers with their agent and my mind was blown because I was like, oh my gosh, so all you have to do is buy a house and have it, you know, basically regulated for an assisted living facility and get licensed and you make X amount per patient a day. I, it was My mind was blown. So I was very much looking into that for a little while, yeah. the last two weeks. So that's still in the cards too. So I'm not sure. I just have to see who would be willing to go in on that with me. I'm thinking maybe my mom, cause she is a nurse, so she knows about those kinds of things. Um, so I'm, that's kind of where my mind's at recently. Um, but yeah. What's I your mean, passion? What's your passion? Honestly, I, I still really do love fashion. So I, in my... See, now, if you find that, if you can go with the passion yeah, and you really love it, then even if you're not knocking it out of the park, if you love what you're doing, right. that, that makes up for so much. It's very true. I, and I will say, probably one of my happiest times was when I was doing the boutique and you know um and also working in the mortgage world but it's just i i really love here's the thing so i also i I didn't even tell you guys about this but when i was in high school i worked at nordstrom and i would put together outfits for i was kind of like a personal shopper in a sense but not really but so i would put together outfits for clients and just to see their faces light up once they feel good 
was amazing. And so, well, that's this what is I like love. the perfect time. See, here's the here's the thing: the internet changed the world, and it's beautiful. It's not like like breaking news or anything, right? But it changed the world because it created all these different verticals, and like the Instagram model, the Instagram yep. model. In the old days, you couldn't do that because you didn't have the um, the way to get it out there, the distribution mechanism. Right. Once Instagram came around, then all of a sudden you get all these people that get a following. I'm a model, and they take some good shots. They get a good photographer, and they're able to get compensated by people who create. Do you know what some work. of those bloggers make? Oh my God! Uh, do you know what the you know what PewDiePie makes? Do you know who PewDiePie is? No, it's one of my what? favorite topics. PewDiePie is the number one YouTuber in the world. Oh, well, he, he was anyway. Somebody just passed him last see, year. See, I follow the girls that post like the, the fashion stuff. You know the what I mean? The guy's 27 so, years old. He made $17 million last year. Oh, $17 million. Dollars. Last year. Just last year. Now, some of these Instagram models make $30,000 yeah. a post. Yeah. A post. I, I know of one. And I, I'm so that's actually kind of what that would be one of my dreams, I guess, because I want to know. I actually just recently bought a book. Um, that somebody had recommended called what to post. And so it's about what to post on Instagram and social media mm-hmm. to kind of get more of that following. Because honestly, that interests me so much. I've seen two girls that I know that have now become bloggers that their husbands quit their jobs because they're making so much money. Yeah, you can do if you do it correctly. Them. Now it's a blip. I, I firmly believe it's a blip. I was involved in the dot com era when we were funding the dot coms. I was a venture capitalist for the dot coms. And it was a time when everybody who was doing it made a ton of money. We made a ton of money, yeah. but it was a blip. It's not going to survive forever, my opinion. Mm. It's going to balance itself true. out. But but during the blip time, uh, make your hay while the, say, oh, while the yeah. sun signs. You know, that's a, that's a great situation. Well, and it's so easy nowadays just to literally look at a post and like, oh, she, she has a sweatshirt on. She linked it here. Mm-hmm. Um, click on it. You go to your Amazon. You can buy it. I literally just did that the other day. Mm-hmm. And it's it's scary because, you know, that, that's how they're making their money. But I... I, I, but if I you're fall. in fashion, it's not out of scope for you to build your own fashion line. Right. For you to f- be basically manage. Are you going to fund it for models. me, Lee? Because that's the problem. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not entirely against it. <laughs> Listen to that. I'm not entirely against it. Okay. However, it's a, it has to be a full business model with a ROI. It has to. Right. And I and I'm good with that. I really am, especially since you have the the degree in fashion. That's huge. That gives you a big advantage. Right. I would see all these people building this stuff and putting themselves out there and I'm, I'm I get excited because it's yeah. a market. I love business. I love the way these people out of nowhere just boom. And this like time, the whole WeWork situation. Oh wow, the whole thing. Well, yeah, I like that's well, amazing. I'm listening to that podcast. It's amazing. You guys need to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan did this thing. He he was just uh, and if you listen to his shows, I'm a fan of his. Big shout out to Joe Rogan. Maybe I'll get a little bit more <laughs> feed because I put a shout out. To Joe. Anyway, nice. Joe Rogan does is really good with his podcast. He's thing, great, and he just he pioneered a whole industry. Now all of us. Myself included, we're kind of following in his footsteps, and thank you for blazing the trail because right. it gives us a new platform. For sure, and the platform isn't regulated by the other things that regulate people, so it's just amazing. And you're in that same spot where if you did some type of fashion or some type of all-in-one, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I design the fashion, I, I create the, um, the making of it, however that's going to be, and then. Even the distribution, even mm-hmm. if you drop ship, whatever, mm-hmm. and then you even manage the models. Oh, you're an all in one, right? Boom, just like that. Yeah. Boom. No, I mean it, it's true. Um, nowadays, it does become a little bit harder with the manufacturing because there's not a lot of places in downtown. I've actually looked into this. There's not a lot of places in downtown LA that will make the garments for you at a decent price, which is why a lot of people have gone, you know, outsourced to China and things like that. But 
if you want it at a certain price point, then that's what you have to do. But I, I'm just not sure where I would be on the whole price point level. Um, but I have thought about it, to be honest. Well, you know what? Um, what they're doing right now is they'll go and put out a whole bunch of ads. And then they'll put the whole bunch of ads out and they'll pre-sell it. And they'll give you a, a late delivery date. Yep. Yep. And I've actually now ordered stuff like that. Now they funded it. And once they funded they it, make it, then they can make it, and then they and it's a whole, and it's just a business model. It's yeah. very simply a business model. But let me tell you something about something I ordered from China, which makes me very angry. So, Christmas time, I'm like trying to shop for my kids' presents. She, my daughter, wanted a Fitbit. So it was like I think it was Black Friday. Mm -hmm. So I googled Fitbit, you know, for a good price, or I don't know what I googled. Mm -hmm. So I bought it off this website that on the bottom it said it was from New Jersey, but no, it's not. It's from China. Mm -hmm. So do you guys think I still I have that Fitbit still? Uh, I don't know. Nope. Still haven't gotten it. Oh, they keep shoot. sending me messages like, oh, it's well, on its I way. Think there's a, I think there's a big scam going That's on. I, I, because like Chris, I haven't even asked him about this, but Chris went out and ordered a workbench. He just uh, bought a workbench. And he tells me, hey, listen, I think I got a great deal. And I said, yeah, that is a great deal if you get it. Mm -hmm. Did you get it? Nope. You haven't gotten no it? What, what month was that that I bought it? Uh, probably, I'm going to guess September. Yeah. September. Either August Did or September. Did they give you your money back? Well, Ridiculous see, one price. of the things that I think, here's how I think the scam is. Because they can clock you through the internet, wherever you go, yep. there's an algorithm that clocks you. And Instagram everything is where that I you're doing, it. everything that you're doing, even like now you have uh, an Apple, he has an Apple, I have an Apple. All those little series, are they're grabbing what we say and putting into a massive database. And inside of that, they're data mining and figuring out, hey, we want to talk about fashion. So it won't yep. be surprised if some kind of fashion shows up on your phone. But what they do is they, they target you and they get you to impulse buy. And the way they do it is they're like, hey, this is a cool product. And they got it. Yep. They know how. So you go down this path and before you know you order it and you think it's got the backing of the platform like exactly. Instagram. Yep. But the truth is it doesn't have the backing of the platform because it, it it's I, and I, I I I think it's a scam. I think yeah. I can't. But how say do you get your is. money back? Because I've been trying. <clears throat> you can't. You can't. I, that's you what I mean. Can't. It's a scam. They're gone. What are you going to do? So angry. So here's the. You want to, let me tell you what the hack is. Here's the hack. It's beautiful. There's a hack on this. It's beautiful. What the I heck is the hack? It. I love it. I love it. Because these algorithms are better at understanding you than you are at understanding you. They really Apparently. are. So what you do is you find, and let's say I'm going through and I'm, I'm in the tool mode and I'm like, hey, that's a really cool tool. I love that. I want that tool. Instead of buying it in that app, go straight to eBay or Amazon and put in those exact words and that thing will Just come up. Just find it there. Okay. And a lot of times you will find it cheaper than what they were selling there and you'll understand, ah, what they were doing is they were taking pre-orders for a drop ship and they yeah. were funding the campaign prior to. And if they don't, it, you know how easy it is to create a corporation? It's $75, well, I don't think about $100 now, but it used to be $75 yeah, it's, it's and not, a couple of pieces of paper and you own a corporation. Well, then you build a, you build everything around that and if you collect a whole bunch of money because you did some good targeted marketing, you can fold the corporation. This is what the scammers do. Wow. And then who are you going to go after? You're going to go after the corporation? How are you going to get the you corporation? Can't. You can't. Trust me, I've tried, to get, I've tried to get my money back. Yeah, they're gone. I've tried for, for months. And honestly... Yeah, what did you try? What did you do? I emailed... There's no, there's no phone number, by the way. Yeah, never. There is no phone number. That would be prohibitive. Yeah. So here's me two days before Christmas going to Target to buy a Fitbit because I still didn't get it. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. So... so what, 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 what did you do to try to get a hold of them? Okay, so I emailed... I even went into, onto Better Business Bureau to see if they had any complaints. They didn't. The but a scam, too. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I'm finding this All out. These scams. So I just finally looked at my receipt, and there was an email on there. Mm -hmm. I emailed that email probably about 10 times until I finally got a response. I, all I, I emailed in, like, all caps just to try to get their attention. Yeah, yeah. They finally said, oh, it's on some 
ship that's coming to anyway long story short i still can't get a straight answer from this company and i still don't have the fitbit well it's happened to me twice so about two years ago i went out and bought a drone a real nice drone <clears throat> videoing in the sky right? and stuff and the batteries for this machine are like 200 bucks a pop they're extremely Whoa. expensive so i'm like i'm gonna shop around i don't need it it's a toy right i'm not using it for business necessarily so i start my searching and you know the the campaigns that they're running right now, like Lee yep. just said, Siri's listening to everything and yep. everything that you're searching, they're, they're keeping track of it and they're retargeting. So in my, on Facebook, it started popping up. You know, it went from like 100 to 50 to like 20 bucks. It, it, some ridiculously low price. Yep. So I dug into that and then I found a package. And this package is like 200 bucks, but it comes with two batteries and this and that and this and that. And I'm like, this is a way better deal. Bought it. Not smart. So yeah. that I, it's happened to me a couple times, but it's a it's an amount where I go, I may lose, but this is too good of a deal to pass. Hey, speaking of the whole China situation, what the heck do you think about the coronavirus? How is it affecting our business? Uh-oh. What do you Uh-oh. think? Well, actually, Honestly, the, the Odyssey, is the, the coronavirus is really good for us right now. I mean, you I know. know, you're a lender, I'm a lender. I thought my Chris sister had it, by the way. At what? <laughs> what did you say? I said I thought my sister had it, by the way. <gasps> yeah. So she locked her in a room for three days just to make sure. She's still there? My mom sends us text messages about like what it's like to have the coronavirus and like all these symptoms. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she sends us this like every couple of days. I'm like, mom, I think Veronica might have this. She's like, I know that's why I sent it. But anyway, long story short, she doesn't. She does but, it. You, you know. double checked? You actually well, did the test? Well, she went to the doctor. She went to, to the doctor. doctor. So they just did. Yes. So they did test. Yes. This is another thing. It's just like what we were talking about, the scam. It, the scam, and this one isn't a scam. I'm not going to say it's a scam, but I'm going to tell you how they had the numbers. What we were talking about earlier is how you, corp- you create a corporation, right. create a false marketing campaign, and then just fold it. And that's been going on forever and ever and ever. It's not brand new. It's just right. the internet makes it quicker and easier, and it's hard to track, impossible to track. You know, you could file with the Better Business Bureau, or you can f- call the cops or whatever. But when they go after the entity, the entity doesn't exist anymore. It's very true. And they <clears throat> capitalize on the naivety of people. Naivety, naivety. Which one is it? Naivety. The naivete. Hey, ooh, look at I you. Think it's, it's, I think That's how I've heard it. It's, you fancy, huh? I think. I mean, I'm kind of fancy. Yeah, I mean, I like, to, fancy. I like to think kind of, of myself. I'm kind of a designer. I design I mean, hi, I'm a fashion designer. I'm fancy. Just oh, kidding. I like that. <laughs> ooh. Whenever we go somewhere, can you please introduce yourself like that? Oh, my gosh. I okay. love it. All that's right. so awesome. That's right. so awesome. <laughs> so the coronavirus right now, the coronavirus has everybody freaking Freaking out. out. Can I tell you, I got on an airplane a week ago, and my husband made me wear this creepy mask. <laughs> that looked like the, it looked like Your he ordered them on Amazon, the best, right? but they weren't like hospital masks. They looked like as if we were going to a rave. Nice. They were black with like some sort of fake mouth on the front. I'm like, couldn't you get normal hospital masks? Like, why do I have to look like I'm going to <laughs> oh, a rave? Cool. And, and, so I, awesome. That's awesome. I did not wear it. Just let me Dude, tell you. Should, he did. Oh, I got it. I got the next winner. You know what? We take the, the masks and we make them like Darth Vader. And everybody Those walks around. I would with maybe Darth wear that. Vader. That would be cool, oh, like right? Bane. Like Bane. Uh, like Bane. Okay, we can I would do Bane. maybe wear that. Oh, just a whole designer. You know what? Designer. We need a designer who can design Hello. masks. Here we then go. we can create a marketing campaign and we can sell the heck out of these things. What there do you we think? Go. I'm using my so creativity for that. The coronavirus has everybody freaked out and it's actually made interest rates go down for a little while. 100%. It's, um, it's amazing. Right now, I love it. it's like the I'm best keep on time coming, ever. <laughs> keep on coming. Keep, keep on, on infecting us. Stay over there. <laughs> But, but to put here. put it in perspective, you know how many people have died from the coronavirus? It's 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 not good. Uh, go ahead, tell me. Okay, so now are we talking just in general, like everywhere? Tell me your the knowledge. Whole world? Your knowledge. 
Okay, so I have heard China, I want to say, I don't know if it was 6,000 or 66,000. I'm, I'm probably off a of zero. I'm not sure. Um, and I want to say, God, what other area was affected? I think it was because my friend just uh, canceled her trip to Italy uh-huh. because of the coronavirus because apparently Milan is getting super infected and that's where they were flying into. Mm-hmm. I think they already had like 12 deaths there, but I could be wrong on that. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to go with, let's say, 10,000 altogether. Am I wrong? So you're thinking? Am I wrong? Ten thousand, ten thousand worldwide, or ten thousand in China? Or 10, 000, what are you thinking? I'm gonna go ten thousand worldwide. Ten thousand worldwide. Okay. So let me. I'm gonna give you because this is what this is how kind of things work, and most people don't get this. I have a saying that I've been saying for years, and that is percentage without perspective is bullshit. Mm. And this is what this percentage means. With percentage without perspective is, is bullshit. bullshit. Okay. Here's why. I'm gonna put that on my wall. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I knew this was gonna come up here. And I pulled the numbers as of about 30 minutes ago. Ooh, okay. okay. Let's about 30 see minutes let's ago. See What's the date? What's the date? Today is February 27th, okay. 2020. What's the time? It is 11.09 a.m. Okay. So about 30 minutes ago. Let's just go about 10.30. So this okay. is the the um, worldwide oh coronavirus outbreak. I was outbreak. way off. Currently, there are 82,000 cases, which is a lot. It's nothing that you should shy away from. It's nothing that you should not pay attention to. You right. have to pay attention to it. Right. But there are 82,000 that are infected worldwide. Currently, oh. there are 2,800 deaths oh, I was way off. worldwide. No, 2,800 deaths. Now, that freaks Here's everybody out. Now, what, how do they know that they're from the coronavirus? What if there's other sick people that died that really had the coronavirus, but they never checked it out? We don't know, and that's, that's, okay. and that's not. This is, these are confirmed cases, okay. and there's a, it's an actual virus that they can find in your blood. They have a test for it. Oh. Most people recover from the, from the virus. So far, the stats, because I've been following this. I love this kind of stuff. I love it because it's freaking everybody out. I it love is. it. And you know what it's going to do? It's going to sell masks like crazy. For sure. It's gonna, it, there's going to be a run on the grocery stores. There's gonna, everybody's going to freak out. And you know who's going to make bank as soon as an antivirus comes out? The pharmaceutical companies worldwide. For sure. They are going to make bank because if they said right now, hey, we have a vi- uh, or a, an antivirus and... Come and get it. You know how long that line's going to be? Oh, yeah. Do you know how many deaths there are in America so far at this time? We, I put the do you time know how many in America are of those 2817? Yeah, I do. How many? Do you know how many deaths are in America? No. I'll let you count it on no hands. Oh, so Ready, no set, deaths. go. Zero? No hands. Zero? Yes. I'll let you, and, and I will wow. tell you, do you know how many confirmed cases we have as at this, at this moment right now in America? I'm going to say 200. Drop it. 100. Drop it. 50. Up it. Somewhere between 60. 50 and 100. I think it's 87. Wow. I think it's 87. So whoever's checking this, you can check it. But that's the reason I put the time because it's going to go up. But now here, these are the big things that you watch. Is it something that we should be concerned with? Yes. That's, the, that's why the WHO, the World Health Organization, is involved in it. And a lot of people are freaked out about it. But in order to put it in perspective, the mortality rate, how many people die, that's a very big number that you have to be. It's right about 2% right now. For the flu, for the flu, it's somewhere in one to two percent. Yeah, and you know who dies? The guy, the elderly, the I'll, young, I and the guys people. with the compromised immune systems. Well, you know what's funny because I came from this um, meeting this morning where an economist spoke, and she was talking about the coronavirus, and she uh-huh. was saying how it's going to basically affect our economy, and we might have a recession this year. And it, I, I just it, thought it was and very. It is, but it's you know She's why like, nobody's going to go to the movies, nobody's going to go to the restaurants. Do you know and, why? Because they pander fear. 
And the pandering of fear will sell masks. It will sell Mm -hmm. vaccines. It will sell all of these beautiful, crazy stuff. And I say beautiful sarcastically. My husband was scared enough to buy masks. Let me me give you perspective. Do you know how many people die in America? Just America. Do you know the population of America is? 320 million. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, let's pretend okay. I knew that. But okay. okay. Well, 320 million. <laughs> so, you know how many people in America die every year from car crashes? Oh, gosh. A lot. Give me a guess. Uh, a million? Not that much. Okay. 500,000? Okay. So, it's about about 100 to oh. 110,000. Wow. 100 to 110,000. Now, how many deaths worldwide <clears throat> from Corona? 2817. How many deaths from car crashes in America alone? 100,000 something. So, America has, three, has 320 million. 320 million. You know how many people are on the globe? I'll tell you, 7.2 billion people on the globe. Wow. 7.2 billion. Wow. Out of 7.2 billion, 2,800 deaths. So now you have to put that in perspective. This is why I say percentage without perspective is bullshit. It's now true. here's another one. This one will blow you away. Do you know how many um, hospital-related infections kill people in America every year? This is You went to a hospital. Okay. You went and you just and got an infection because you happened. You just, they, they didn't, you know, yeah. sanitize or whatever. Do you know how many... Every year? Okay. I'm going to say 25,000. Good guess. That's a good yeah. guess. It's 48,000. Oh. It's 48,000. As of 2018, it was 48,000. 48,000. I pulled these are numbers. Yeah. 48,000. So that's every year in America, the cleanest hospitals in the world, the cleanest hospitals in the world. Now let's go back to what's the global death toll of coronavirus? 2,817. Now. Yeah. If you say 2,800 is, a, is something that we should all freak out globally, do you know how many have died in America? Yeah, none. Zero. Yeah. Zero. So we shouldn't Are be people out, freaked really. out in America? Oh, God, oh they're they so got freaked everybody out. scared and Everybody's... terrified, and the markets oh, are yeah. being affected, and everybody. Is it something we should ignore? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It is something that we need to address, we need to pay attention to. And the way you pay attention to this, ironically, this is, oh my God, and, and I'm not a doctor. I'm going I'm to preface it with that. But it's, you hear me say, eat right, exercise, make sure your immune system is healthy. It's very true. If you eat right, exercise, and make sure your immune system is healthy, that's the best angle you're going to have. Because even if they generate a vaccine, the way a virus works is it's constantly mutating, and it changes every day, every minute, it's changing. So when they put out the flu virus every year, they stopped it at a point in time, and they said, okay, we can create an antivirus for this guy right here. But by the time it goes to testing, distribution, and gets into the person's arm, the virus has morphed. So with luck, you're able to fight it to a degree. Right. But you're not able to fight it 100% because it's constantly morphing. For sure. No. The best best protection is keep yourself healthy. Yeah. Eat right. Exercise. My mom says stay eight feet from someone that has coronavirus. Apparently, apparently it dies with between eight feet. We're going to bring your trust mom me, in. Trust me. She sends me texts every day. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, if somebody coughs on you, but, but you know, and it's closer than eight feet, just go take a shower or something. She said something like that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what she said. Because she's like, then it'll die. I'm like, okay, mom. I'm going to be leaving in the middle of the day. And your mom's a nurse, right? Yep. Okay. RN for so, 40 years. Okay. Does she tell you uh, wear a jacket or catch a cold? Oh, every time. She's really? Hispanic. Wear a jacket. Don't ever be um, barefoot. <gasps> what happens Put, if you're barefoot? Oh, God, you basically die. Yeah, your mouth goes sideways? Oh, there's so many things that are caused from being barefoot, according to my mom. Like what? Um, Infertility. Wow. (laughs) No, no, no. No, no, let's let's let that just sit in for a little bit. All you women out there. (laughs) No, seriously. So if you have warm feet, you'll get pregnant? Yes. Seriously. She's like, if your feet are cold, the, you get the, blood, the blood's not flowing to your organs that are important for, you know, creating a baby and this and that. Tr- so trust me. So to 
Wow. Practice. That's pretty intense. Safe sex, or <laughs> not safe, but to not get pregnant, make sure she has cold feet. Pretty much. That's according to Hispanic moms. Boom. There it is. Chris is going to put a whole I'm business model together. Anytime my kids are ever sick. Bucket, like, oh. Why? Just because. No. Anytime <laughs> my kids are ever sick. Oh, were they barefoot? That, that's her were first question. Were they though? Um, they were. You, no, but they you know were. what? I've kind of become my mom to where I freak out. And I'm like, please put socks on. Wow. I, I do tell them. Like, it, it's like, this is I am kind of becoming my mom. This is kind of interesting. This is kind of interesting. Yeah. I love it. Vape, awesome. Do you I mean do you did you guys not have a Hispanic mom like that where she was uh, like my put vapor rub on your like chest? My grandma was allowed to go outside with wet hair. Oh yeah. god, that's like a mortal sin to my mom. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Vicks yeah. was like the the saver. Everything everything just yeah. put Vicks on. Wet hair, no no socks. It's like, well, you're you're gonna die. You're getting the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do the cucumbers with vinegar across your head? That I did not do. I did. What I is did. that? That's weird. That's weird. Did you ever put garlic in your ear for an ear infection? Did not. Olive oil. Oh yeah, Warm I, olive oil. I had to put like a whole entire garlic clove on what wow. in my ear. Well, there's that cone thing too, the cone thing where they light it on fire. Yep. What? I don't what? know what that's for. They light your ear on fire? No, your ear, the cone. And then All when you right. have a fever, it's you rub. Close to my rub, head, I'd be a little afraid with you, that. You douse yourself. I, I know what happened to Michael Jackson. With rubbing alcohol. For what? When you have a fever. Where? On your legs. Put. Alcohol? You douse yourself with rubbing alcohol on your legs when you have a fever. Wow, that's interesting. Look at these tips of the trade. And they work. So they say. Um, so they say. You know, there's times where they've. I think they've worked with the medicine to where I'm not really sure which one's working. True. Yeah. yeah. Those that are makes things. Sense. Yeah. Your mom's cool though. We should bring your mom and Jay in. I think my be mom a has an accent. I mean, she like she's crazy. Like she'll you know Jamba Juice. She'll be like Yamba Juice. Like that's how she talks. Yeah. I, I, don't, know, I don't know that you guys. Oh, I love that. No, <laughs> it's so great. Awesome. It's just flavor. It gives you flavor in conversation. It's just like, like how, how are you going to introduce yourself? Fashion designer. There you go. I love that. That's <laughs> like that's that's so perfect. It's so perfect. Oh my god. So what else? Come on, young lady. I know you're interesting. I know you got a lot of stuff. Ask in me there. some questions. Ask me whatever but, you want. Okay. So, in the loan business, mm-hmm. what's the craziest situation oh, you ever man. went through? Because the people look at this and they're like, "All right, I go to a bank, I get a home loan." It's kind of boring, mundane stuff. But the truth is, the, in the back office where the people don't see, it's chaos. Oh, yeah. It is chaos. Because There's been we're some crazy. all trying to hit dates. We're all <clears throat> trying to make everybody happy. There's so many parties involved. Everything's moving in a lot of different directions. So when at the beginning, I said therapist, that's a part of the job. Oh, yeah. It's a part of the job. So you're a therapist. You're a professional. You're a mathematician. You're a problem solver. You're a lot of different things. But tell us your craziest story. Okay, there's a couple. Okay, recently there was um, a couple buying a house, two women together. Um, and literally the, the day before we go to close, one of them, let's just call her Candy to Candy. just be, you know, I'm not going to say real names. So Candy calls me and she's like, Vanessa, I don't think I can go through with this because let's call the other one Becky. Okay. Becky, Becky you know, she didn't text me back yesterday and I don't really know the status of our relationship and this and that. So basically I had to play counselor mm-hmm. between the two. Long story short, they, they ended up breaking up. So we didn't close on that house in particular, but Candy <clears throat> ended up buying a house with her son like a month later. But it was 
I, they were in my office. We were doing count. I'm not kidding. We were doing like counseling sessions together. I was trying to like get them back together. Like Holy I'm like, cow. do you guys really love each other? Because they were together for like ten years. But something happened that I don't know. But <clears throat> there was some situation there that really caused them to break up that I don't think they wanted to tell me. But I was basically a therapist for like a week for them. It was crazy. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> one of my clients, he had. Um, so, you know, with peeling paint, how we can't do, if there's peeling paint, they have to take it off and repaint, whatever. Yeah. So he could not afford, the seller was not going to do it for him. He could not afford to to do it either. So me and the agent literally got out there, we're scraping paint and painting his house for him. So just contractor mode. Yeah. Yeah. Which actually was kind of fun. It is fun. I would probably do that more often. I mean, it may not be per, a per yeah. job. Right. But it's cool to get out there every now and again. For I sure. Mean, get a little dirty. Roll up our sleeves. Get a little dirty. Yeah. It's kind of fun. It is. Get yeah. outside, a little change of atmosphere. Yeah, I'm I like all about that. that. Stuff. I love it. I mean, it's it's a pain in the butt. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. when you get to change the day-to-day yeah. stuff, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Lee don't like doing stuff like that, though. He likes to be in an office. He keeps his hands clean. Mm. Yeah. I he's can being tell sarcastic. By, I can he's, tell by the money no, tie and the, no idea. You know, no the idea. cufflinks <laughs> and all this. He has those office hands. Yeah, Soft hands. That's, that's me. Soft yeah. hands. That's, that's all I do. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, do you have calluses? <coughs> Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, not really. Well, not really. You got pretty yeah. hands, man. You know, I get very, that a lot. I get that a lot. I, I, I get uncomfortable when he tells me because he tells me like every week. <laughs> you have soft hands too. What are you talking about? <laughs> I work in an office. See? Yeah. 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 So entrepreneurial, you're uh, going forward. Is it, do we have ideas? Like I really well, love what you just came up with that whole fashion thing. I want to start a business. I think with it's a you blip. Now. Yeah, I think it's a blip. I think it's a good. It's a good spot to make a ton of cash. A blip. Yeah. A blip. Yeah. Tell me what you're thinking. Well, let's let's say you started an all-encompassing thing. You know what's funny is me and my sister tried to start our own little blogging situation called um, "Things I Bought and Liked." Okay, because there was a similar one on Instagram where we would post things that we bought and we would kind of try to link where we bought it. It got some traction. We just didn't post enough because we, you know, we both live, she's an attorney, so we both live busy lives. So we what couldn't. What kind of attorney? She actually does um, contract and, and employment law. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I, because that could come in very handy. Yeah. Yes. Very oh, it does at times. Yeah. It does at times. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, Cutler Legal in Claremont, just FYI. Just kidding. Dang, look at you well, making me, a, look at you your your little out. plug there. A little giving plug. Giving her a shout out. Giving her a shout out. So, um, so, yeah, so we tried to do that to try to kind of tag the things that we liked and whatnot. Are we over? And uh, it, it worked for you, some time. You don't have to whisper. You can say, hey, are oh. we over? Come on, hey, are we no, over? No, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> okay. no, we got um, so it, it worked, but we just didn't post enough. So I would so be into something like that, like fashion Well, because wise. if you already have the degree and you have somewhat the infrastructure in fashion design, then... To design something is right up your alley. That's oh, right. yeah. Because if you ask me to do it, I have no idea. I have no idea distribution. I have no idea manufacturing. I have no idea. But you do. Yeah. And then there's the marketing side of it. And I think there's Instagram models like everywhere that are trying to be, get that huge following. And if you can kind of become uh, a manager of Instagram models that creates the fashion brand, you right. become an, a Victoria's Secret-ish <laughs> Because I you wish. know they 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 have their secret models right. That's their models. They own right. their models. They basically and they and they design the stuff. Right. And then they market the stuff. And it's a dying. That one business is not doing so great as it right. used to. Right. But if you hit it with the new venue or with the new way with the new angle, I think it could work again. I think it no. worked pretty pretty good. It's very true. <coughs> I mean, I'm always looking for ways to to do stuff like that. So we'll see what I come up Let's with. Let's start a business. Let's do it. Do something unique and crazy. Okay. Like what? 
God. Um, What's unique and crazy right now? What are people Loan doing? Loan officer clothing line. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> like, yeah. sell these shirts? <laughs> yes. Sell these shirts and those glasses? Absolutely. Some Oakleys. I sell my glasses. Well, not the, those. Yeah, I, know you I have a question. How long, how long have you had those? This pair? 1983. Yes. <laughs> this pair? I got them in 1983. No, these are actually the, so the first ones that came spring. out <laughs> were called Blades. And Blades. The, back Jose in the day, Canseco I couldn't afford them. Was wearing them. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I couldn't afford them. They were too expensive, and I didn't have that kind of cash at the time. Wow. So when I got able to afford them, they're not called Blades anymore. These are called M2s. Guys do that. M2. We do that. Like yeah. a couple years ago, I went out and bought a bike. And like a motorcycle type? No, like a bike. Oh, like a regular bike? <laughs> like a pedal bike. Oh, wow. A bicycle like, with I, I thought you were like, kind of cool and tough <laughs> for a second. I was like, oh, yeah, he's riding a motorcycle, but <laughs> like no. A regular regular yeah. bike. Yeah, girl, I got a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we talking like, you know, like the guy, the bike clubs that like like road bike on? on exactly. Like, That's exactly oh, so it. Like with the, exactly. with the bike shorts? Did you, you get those? I do cars? have a motorcycle, by the way. Yeah, I am a cool guy. I am a cool guy. Wait, did you wear the bike shorts when he rode your road bike? No, you're going too far with this, young lady. No, I like it. Keep going. Embarrassing me right oh, now. Yeah, embarrassing okay, because the Jeeps. road the road bike he does wear them. Have to wear bike shorts. He so does maybe wear them. Have to. There's and no he rules. clips in. Every crew that I see Ask wears him about the clipping tight. in. Yes. Let me tell you something. Two years ago, I wanted a road bike for my birthday. Okay. And it was like the most epic fight between me and my husband. Okay. Because he basically said I was going to die because of the whole clipping in situation. Yes. He, and he clips in. <laughs> and he clips in. And those things are cost more than a car. Yeah. Those bikes they cost bikes, more than a yeah, car. Yeah. They're a lot. They're a lot. So I was saying, guys, they do fully stuff. But the only reason why I are got you part it, of a road bike road bike club? No, not. You want to start one? Do you think you should be? Let's start one. I think you should be. I think you should be. Now ask him if he's Let's ever raced. But you have to wear the situation. Ask him if he's ever raced. Have you ever raced? <laughs> yeah. Did you do like tour to foothills? Yeah. Did you do that one? No, it's the Redlands Classic. Oh. Okay. Ask him how he did. Ask him how he did. How'd you do? Absolute last. No. Was it uphill? One more. Was it uphill? Was it uphill? Let me give you my point. Is that why you were last? <laughs> and then I'll tell you the story. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's a good story. You got to hear the story. The reason why he owns those glasses is because he couldn't get them when he wanted them, so he got them when he could. Oh, the I can relate to things that like that. Is because I couldn't get, get it, it when, when I was you... a kid, but yep. now that I can afford it, I got it. I think we all have something like that Wait, to what's wear. A woman thing? What's a woman thing? Yeah. Okay, Valentino shoes for he $900. He just tried to sidestep the story. Don't let him Oh, yeah. So, no, no. Let's go back. Let's go back to <laughs> your bike. I teach quick this question. stuff for a living. <laughs> I know when it's happening. He's, yeah, he's trying to sidestep. Don't let him sidestep the story. Okay, so, okay, tour so to, tour, wait, no, I'm sorry. Redlands Classic. Classic. Let's go. Thousands it. and thousands of cyclists get involved in this, and there's different levels. There's actually What level were you? Beginner? Beginner level. There okay. is one. Okay. Guess which one I signed up for? The beginner. intermediate beginner level. Okay. With one of my... Agents that I work with, who is actually a really good cyclist still. He's in his 60s, but in his day, he actually had a team, and they used to kick ass. Okay. And he still rides till this day, and he is better than me. Okay? So he says, hey, Chris, let's get into the intermediate class. And I'm like, intermediate, beginner, yeah, let's do that. Because I ride bikes. I'm not a pro, but I ride bikes. So I'm like, I can hang with the beginners. And he's like, let's do this, Chris. So we do it. We sign up. Okay. We show up. There's thousands of cyclists getting their gear on and warming up. There's actually people in the parking lot with stationary bikes doing a warm-up. Oh, and I just woke up. I literally just woke up, and I'm like, all right, so there's a serious guy. He must be in the pro races because there's pro races too. So so did you get mixed in with the pros? No, I'm in the intermediate beginner okay. race. Okay. So we line up. There's a group of, group of bikes, hundreds of bikes in this race, and we're going around the city of Redlands. So the okay. course is in the city of Redlands, and it's 
miles long, and but it's a circle. You do okay. pass the same point, I think, three times. Was it uphill at all? Yeah, some of it's uphill, some of it's downhill, some of it's flat. Okay. It's in Redlands, so Redlands is kind of So why were you last, Chris? Did you fall? They say go. Oh, my God. They say go. So the swarm, kind of like a swarm of bees, starts taking off, right? You got clicked. And I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. About two minutes in, this starts happening. This swarm of bees starts taking off ahead of me. Oh, no. And And you were just left behind. the agent that I'm with, too, who can ride? So you're like, okay, bye. No, I'm like, all right, let me just try and see if I could speed up. Let me just catch them. Stay with the group. Was that part uphill about when they left you? 20 minutes in, this group is right behind me now. <gasps> they totally lapped you. They're lapping me. Oh, They're, wow. They've gone miles ahead of me. Okay, so let's just say you're not really a great bike rider. I get to this point to where the guy says, calls me to the side of the road and says, <laughs> you probably should just leave the race. No. They kicked me out of the race. You're they kidding me, me. The beginner immediate race. How slow are you going? Here's what... <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's keep that for a second. Oh, my god! I want gosh. you to ask that one more time. How slow were you going? Like, really? <laughs> I thought I was going pretty fast. In the race, how slow were you going, Chris? I can hear the wind in my ears. No, no, no. no. You don't understand. She, re- she changed the entire angle. Not how fast were you going. She said, how slow were you going? <laughs> Go. Everyone needs to know how tall you are right now. <laughs> Your actual height. Wait, like, so were, did you have the right gear on? Like, what was everything. happening here? I spent top dollar on my stuff. I even sponsored okay. the event. And again, <laughs> I ask, was it uphill? Because that's the only yes, reason why you should be going some slow. Uphill. Some, some uphill? That's the only way you should there be going slow. What, what about the little downhills? Were you trying to go faster oh, on those? I was doing the most that I could. <laughs> did you wow. kind of get some speed? The absolute most that I could. Did you get a little speed on the downhill? What I didn't know is this is the, the beginner <sighs> for the pros. Oh, wow. Oh, my These gosh. These are guys that are trying to make it. These are the guys that are going to try to get to Tour de France one day. So you should have been, like, beginner, guys. like, with maybe I should have been the kids the or curb, something. Over there by Target, just messing around and not in a race. No. But I did it. Road biking's not your thing, let's just say. It's my thing that I do for fun. I'm not a pro. And I will never be a pro. So anymore. you still do road biking? Oh, yeah. Get a bike. Let's start a team. Okay. But you have to wear the bike shorts if we get a team together. <laughs> if you invest, I'll invest. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, it was, a, it was a fight two years ago when I wanted that for my birthday. But he's like, you're not going to be able to clip in, and you're going to be on baseline, and you're going to fall, and a car's going to run over you. And I have. Yeah. I have, too. I, and I've... I've seen people break bones. been close. Yeah. I've been close. It's, it's a technique. Okay. I, I, don't, I'm, I, don't, I took the clips off, actually. I mean, I do spin classes, but that's about as road bike-ish as I get. You clip in and spin? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, so but I've, I haven't done it on the road, but Scary. it's probably scarier. Scary. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to do it with you because it doesn't sound like you're very good. <laughs> you'll, you'll be way over there and I'll be Hold stuck. on, hold on. I'll be parked. <laughs> I love this. I'm going to go with like an actual crew that knows <laughs> what they're doing. Maybe be in the middle of them. Ouch. <laughs> Jesus. Last time I shared an intimate story with you. Yeah. Stick the knife in. No, I'm loving this. Keep going. Keep going. I mean. Yeah. I came in first. Yeah. For, the, for like the kids division? No, <laughs> the first loser. The first loser. No, 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 no. Uh, that's okay. great. The kids division. Wait, that's where you should have been. Where, where's him? that race at? Since, uh, since he know. sponsored it, they gave him a first place of the kids division. I got division. a trophy and everything. <laughs> there you first go. loser. Did you at least get like a cup or like a little fake medal uh, to take no, home? No, no, I left. People that stuff went down. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be around. Where did Chris go? I don't know. He's gone. I went home. Went home and took a nap. <laughs> had some soup. That was a tough race. My, called my mom and told her to give me a hug. Wow. <laughs> I got my butt kicked. Anyway, yeah, I tried. See, he I tried to sidestep that Kudos story. To That's you. such a good story. He Kudos tells, to He does you. tell it good, too. 
He tells it pretty good. That's the truth, man. Okay. It's a Four painful minutes. situation. <clears throat> so tell me something about you, man. Painful. Something painful. Yeah. Painful. Give, give us something painful. <laughs> painful. Uh, I don't want to talk about. Tell her about your bikini model days. What? Oh wow. No, we're talking about the the the. How you help people? How you were, you know, a therapist and stuff? Yeah, got a good story. Oh, we're vets. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, we're gonna okay. look, you know, a good story. Okay, so I, I'm a veteran. I help a lot of vets with loans. A lot yes. of VA loans. Do a lot of VA loans. Yes. And this one guy calls me up. <clears throat> I have a piece of advertising out there. He calls me. He says, "Lee, I'm a Vietnam vet. I I saw your thing, and I don't think I'm gonna qualify, but I figured I'd give you a call anyway, and let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, see if anything can happen." I said, "Sure, man. What's tell me your deal?" And he says, "All right, I'm almost hundred hundred percent service connected." I'm not able to work because uh, Vietnam stuff. And I said, that's fine. That's cool. So, and I pulled his credit and his credit was horrible. Okay. And I said, no worries. Let's, let's see if we can get you fixed, which is normal. We do that to right. people all the yeah. time. So I said, okay, let's get you fixed. All right, cool. So we get him fixed. It takes about six months, but I get him fixed. And then we go through this whole beautiful thing and we get him a house and he's got a beautiful house, but that's not the good part of the story. We get him a beautiful house, got a four bedroom, three bath house in wow. and in, in, in Beaumont. And it's just beautiful, beautiful, high beautiful. Tax rate, and Beaumont. he wasn't and, and he wasn't yeah, high tax rate. <laughs> <laughs> so about um, six months after we get him the house, it's getting close to Christmas and he calls me and he's and he's all he's all choked up. Oh no. And he's like, Lee, I, I just call to say, you know, you know, thank you. Thank you for this because um, you know, I got a house now for Christmas. And I'm like, it's just standard. I'm like, yeah, man, no worries. That's my job. You know, I'm very right, happy, you right. know, I'm happy to help you. And he goes, Lee, I gotta tell you something. He goes, I, I, I want you to, you know, I want you to hear this because it's important. And I said, All right, man, tell me, tell me, tell me. And he goes, Listen, for the last twenty years, I've been living with three other guys. And Whoa. it's because I could never get a place of my own. And he says, I got two kids and they live in different states. And every year for Christmas, they would come, they would come back and they would see me, but they would have to stay in hotels and we'd have to kind of see each other on and off. And, and, and he goes, and he's all choked up and, I, and I'm starting to get choked up. And, and he goes, Lee, you think you just got me a house? He goes, here's what you need to understand. My kids are coming home this Christmas and they are staying in their room Mm. in my house and I have a spot for them. And he says, Lee, you didn't give me a house. You gave me my dignity back. Oh, and that's why we do what we do. And I sat there and I was just stunned. Yeah. There's very rarely that uh. I can get stunned, but it just, he just stunned There's me. There's sometimes those clients that get that way and you just. Forever this guy's got yeah. my heart, man. I'm telling you for every. Yeah. So every time I'm in a tough transaction or even something, I just think of this story and I go, no, I'm going to see this through. It may work. It may not work. But the only way that it can work is if I believe in it and I go in and I touch. So that's those beautiful stories. I have some yep. beautiful. Th and that's one of the good things about our industry. No, definitely. I think we all have those stories that just kind of touch your heart and you it kind of. Because you know how you have those moments or those months? Because I, I tell everybody I quit my job at least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm not kidding. But then you have those moments like those clients where they keep you going. You yeah. know what I mean? And they give you... Makes it worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're closing up here. Anything that you would like to say <clears throat> in closing? Nothing but thanks, guys. This was really fun. It's I would fun. love to do it again. It's kind of cool, right? Just yeah, like, it's great. So Chris? let me get this straight. You are a loan officer, fashion designer. You are a entrepreneur, a mom. Ex-bikini model. Ex-bikini model. I like to run. Um, she likes to no, run. Wow. Yeah. We should yeah. talk about that a different day. Yeah. All right. Well, it was nice to meet you. I'm lady. not very fast, but I like it. Actually, so. I <laughs> 
Yeah, I already knew you guys too. Uh, well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it was great. It. Cool. Thanks. All right. And we are out. Bye. I'm putting stuff out. Jay's chiming in. Hey, young lady. Oh, hi. Hi. Oh, hi. How, are you? How are you? I wanted to take pictures. Oh, so sure. you put them.